गुड इवनिंग गुड मॉर्निंग गुड आफ्टरनून वेर एवर यू आर इन दर्ल्ड दिस इज आई एंड यू आर लिस्निंग टू द आई एन मैन एक्सपीरियंस अ पॉडकास्ट वेर वी डिस्कस एवरीथिंग रेंजिंग फ्रॉम मूवीज एंटरटेनमेंट स्पोर्ट्स पॉलिटिक्स एवरीथिंग अंडर सोसाइटी एंड कल्चर इन दिस एपिसोड वी टॉक अबाउट द अपकमिंग टी ट्वेंटी वर्ल्ड कप बिटवीन वर्ल्ड कप मैच बिटवीन इंडिया एंड पाकिस्तान right through the t20 world cup i'll be hosting some of these episodes and sharing some thoughts and views and in this episode we're going to discuss about the future of india and pakistan cricket so let's jump right in there is never a shortage of entertainment between india and pakistan metaphorically speaking and it was no different when we recently had mr jay shah announce uh, that india will not participate in the upcoming asia cup to be hosted in pakistan pakistan offered a measured response saying that it could impact the pakistan visiting india for the next world cup next year and so it begs the question what is the future of india and pakistan cricket let's examine all sides of the story right let's first begin with what pakistan is trying to say pakistan is trying to say in simple terms is either you play with us in everything or don't play at all i think that's been the general submission across and there are differing opinions i guess within pakistan as well but by and large that seems to be the narrative they're also trying to make their presence felt in world cricket you know last 10 12 years have been difficult for them ever, ever since the terror attack on the sri lankan team it's been very difficult for them right and so they have had a massive setback in terms of cricket development playing played in the country and so on and so forth and even after the cricket resumed they were playing you know domestic matches in dubai and they were not really in their mojo element it's only in the last few years maybe post 2019 or thereabouts where with the arrival of players like uh, babar azam and uh, Rizwan and Shine Jafridi and to name a few they are kind of facing a some sort of a comeback a resurgence and they want to stamp the authority they've been you know at the receiving end of global cricketing flack for a very long time and now they are saying enough is enough now please count us in and we are also a superpower and in cricket of course and please listen to us I mean, not in as polite terms they are kind of asserting and leading this charge is Mr Ramiz Raja the same Mr Ramiz Raja who used to you know waxy loquent about how beautiful it is to you know commentate in India and all that is now making snarky one liners um here and there and asserting himself as well and I'm, I suspect it is largely to do with his association association with Mr Imran Khan but to each his own right everybody has a right to defend their country and so so large part of the pakistani contingent cricketing contingent is now out to uh you know sort of kind of give a message which says we have been the victims and now we will fight against the odds and you know rile up you know passion in the country like you know and pakistanis have always been that kind of a team which get riled up very easily they get excited very quickly and you know all that mercurial team is what they were 
traditionally known as and not just now for years predictability has not been their forte and so it's very easy to you know charge them up find them up and the narrative is just falling into place right india and pakistan have drifted apart politically economically and so there is this classic david versus goliath story we are the small little lambs and here is the massive behemoth big bad corporation and look how we defeated a billion dollar team and so this kind of gets you know playing to the gallery and claps and whistles and hoots across the length and breadth of the country well i don't have a problem with that you're trying to rile up your own team your own country yeah to each his own i mean what can we say from uh, from the outside however when you make a statement at a global level it has some sort of an impact and that it will have a counter opinion it will have a counter uh, question or whatever so what they have successfully managed to do if i were to sum this up for you what they successfully managed to do is bring the buzz about pakistan cricket from the back doors or the outhouses to the main room conversation you know they have traveled from behind and now they have ensured that they have people's attention that hey listen to us so that part is done clearly that's job not even half done right i mean that's coming from negative to probably somewhere near zero right now and then the story begins from zero to upwards and what i mean by the zero is not not in terms of numbers or rankings or anything what i mean by zero is the setback the mental setback that they've had over the last 10 12 years is probably on its way out or declined so they're headed towards a neutral state of mind at a balanced state now whatever will happen will happen for the positive as they move forward so that's been the long and short of what the pakistan sentiment is if you watch some of the tv debates and some of the discussions they often you know go on and on about how india is this big bad wolf out there out to get them some of the method that india might not be even considering any of that that apart they always paint this picture that they have been hurt they have been wronged and so on and so forth nobody really questions why is india not playing with them and nobody explains why there is this abstinence it's just that oh politicians have decided no there is maybe a large consensus you never know so anywho to pakistan is saying play with us completely or don't play at all So now let's jump in to find out what the Indian side of the story is. So Indian side of story is confusing to say the least. I kind of concur with the Pakistani point of view. If you don't <coughs> excuse me, if you don't want to play with Pakistan, don't play. I mean, you should be bold enough to uh, forfeit matches and if that means it costs you a World Cup victory somewhere down the line or a major ICC event victory, then that's what it is. and because we can't override the politics of the nation now the counter argument has always been if they are causing terrorism if the there is cross border infiltration if there is all those kind of problems and it's not until uh, it's not very far where the prime minister former prime minister of pakistan mr imran khan went to the unga and announced that prime minister modi is akin to hitler and everything here is in you know extremist and india has become you know this alarming country and all that so massive insinuations and i probably did a podcast back then i said you know 
Mr. Imran Khan made such statements which have no recourse. You know, you can't go back on that. And it was like, okay, I'm shutting doors right now. This is the last, you know, throw off the dice as it were that I'll use something very provocative and in, draw India into a conversation. But as it turned out, there wasn't a response than the protocol response at the UNGA. There wasn't any you know, political level response, nor were there any great rhetoricals or sound bites or anything. So country kind of moved on and barring some news channels that cover the 9 o'clock, 9 p.m. hoo-ha, the regular country, I mean, 1.4 billion people. And I don't say it out of nonchalance or, or sense of arrogance or anything. There is business to be done. There is a Monday where we have to turn up to work and life moves on. So I think that element has somewhere helped not retort or revert with some equal salvos and all whatever the protocol was done like I mentioned that happened now if this is the stance and there is a strong sentiment that we will not play ball metaphorically speaking then why are we playing cricket or any other sport if you wanted to isolate Pakistan politically in any other sphere economically then why is sport being left out you should you have that as inclusive as well i don't know if there'll be many people who will oppose that given that there's a majoritarian view going on i'm sure purely as a cricketing logic people would some of them would raise their voice and i'm one of them but that apart as a nationalistic standpoint it'd be hard to argue that if people are being killed on a regular basis if Pakistan as a country is out to malign India as a country globally and global stage at every given opportunity as recent as the last uh, UNGA where Mr. Shabazz Sharif PM Shabazz Sharif went on and on about Kashmir and India and Kashmir instead of focusing on what's going on in his country so then well we have some right to retort right somewhere it has to come out so then suddenly Pakistani cricket cannot be different from the Pakistani establishment, right? So that is the message that India is probably trying to give. That said, if that is the case, then why the camaraderie? Why the camaraderie on the field? You know, why are you shaking hands? Why are you signing autographs? Why is Mr. Sunil Gavaskar having dinner with uh, Babar Azam and team? I mean, you know what I'm saying, right? That if you want to make a stance and if you core, if you believe it in your core of your heart, then follow through. There is no half measures in that. And if that is not acceptable, then somewhere the reset has to happen. So this is the confusion that is emanating from Indian side. And I sometimes worry about the Indian players. I mean, are they supposed to smile? Are they supposed to shake hands? Are they supposed to stay, sit apart? What are they supposed to do? And how are they supposed to react? And if People don't say that, you know, it's not a pressure match. It's just another match. That is all nonsense. It's a big match. And Pakistan has ensured that, you know, we take it seriously. And it's to their credit. It's to their credit, right? And uh, and so now Team India as a mindset is in a jeopardy. That should we like take it just as a brush it off? It doesn't matter. Let's move on. Or make a big thumping statement because winning and scrapping and huffing and puffing to a victory against Pakistan won't be enough. You're declaring yourself as a top team globally across all formats, then you have to deliver results accordingly. Win key matches, key moments, win key encounters. You have to probably hit Shainja Freedi for 30 runs in an over. I don't know. I'm just trying to make a point here, right? So all I'm saying is 
it is very difficult on the players because of this dilemma this political dilemma and somewhere the political brass is very closely connected with the uh, cricket management in india and so they should make that stance clear i don't know why the skip and the coach don't have a conversation in terms of the media the sound bites the the optics on field how should it be why don't you ask mr amit shah or, uh, you know whoever is uh, associated with uh, you know governing these decisions that what should be our stance and then follow that stance and take it forward i mean then we some will always like it some will love it and some will hate it that you know sports should be different from politics so that's my take on india and now in the next segment at the final segment let's talk about what actually should happen i think cricketing ties between india and pakistan should resume political tensions notwithstanding there was india playing against pakistan in very difficult circumstances many years ago there were think of football there have been opposing teams think of tennis people representing opposing countries the sport still continues so that same sporting logic should continue think of chess think of ussr and uh, united states think of ice hockey there are enough examples history is replete with instances where two warring countries or two countries against each other still fighting against each other in a in a field of sport and yes there could be high political drama and tension and all that but sport will still you know have some degree of hope that some day things will become normal if you cut the final you know it's the last uh, string as it were it it is just a huge loss for any true cricket loving person globally not just in india and pakistan a whole generation of indian cricketers and pakistani cricketers have not played against each other in test matches that is a massive loss this folklore there's nostalgia there are stories there are legends that are created t20 and all is fun cricket and it's i know it's the future of cricket perhaps however the lovers of challenge of you know seeing an extended spell imagine having an extended spell of shine shah afridi against say virat kohli in karachi or in lahore or in kolkata where you know 90000 people are watching intently that is massive there is the sporting spectacle that everybody wants to watch see and if the crowd wants it see that's the other indicator that the political establishment should take heed from that suppose they said yes go ahead and play we we you do what you want to we don't get along with pakistan but uh, i will allow them to play and uh, you know and and if the stadiums ran empty nobody turned up then that would be a message but guess what happens every single time there is such an encounter tickets are sold out in minutes and so is that not a message from the janta to the establishment that yes while our political differences aside as a sporting encounter we still and it's a dichotomy i agree you know people will say those who have died do not celebrate an india victory or india pakistan encounter right so there is this dichotomy but there are there is dichotomy in every sphere of life and we have to exist in the grays there isn't a black and white and in somewhere one you know often thinks that how long will this go 
you know like what are we talking here you know there is you did this i did this you did this is like two kids fighting forever like somewhere you go to say stop now i don't want an, a third country to act as a parent and come and say stop you know that's not the goal two people should grow up and say okay now it's time where it's becoming economically unviable and it's just not fair to the people and as a true blue cricket lover for me it's very disappointing it's very very disappointing yes we need to have india and pakistan cricketing ties bilateral ties and all ties resume yes there is a security challenge that will be there at the first few matches eventually it will ease off eventually it will calm down and even the i mean there could be a counter argument that you know the hype and hoopla is because we play each other once in you know few years uh, if we start playing each other regularly then the attention span would be lower and the shock and awe element won't be there the animosity will probably reduce and i don't know or it might increase as was the case earlier character dependent right but yeah to sum this up i i do think sporting ties should resume at all levels and clearly the political ties have to end somewhere and someone needs to just be the parent here and grown up here and say okay let's move on and i know it's easier said than done and simpler and all that and people have much more information than we am public know about the regular public you know we don't know of whole bunch of things so in some sense may i ask you to at least share some of the stuff that is shareable so that a lot of people don't think that you're being unfair maybe you're just being fair by not playing pakistan i'm addressing this to the establishment so we all love our country and there is no two ways about it right nothing comes beyond the defense of our country and if that is under threat if that is under a challenge then one can understand but if that is not the case then somewhere we need to start taking small steps towards normalizing all equations and make peace in the neighborhood not just with pakistan but with china as well just let let let's move on i think this has become like a, a remixed song right it's gone on the loop uh, sequence it is just repeating 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 i mean like somewhere there is a fatigue factor as well it's like people are waiting who blinks first anyhow on that note let's uh, hope things become better and we as sport lovers try and keep politics away from the spot that's all the time i had for this experience hope you had a good time listening to it as much as i had sharing this information do send in your comments thoughts and suggestions do share this with those who need to hear and i'd love to hear some comments and feedbacks if you find the time till we meet again stay well stay safe be happy and let's hope the best team wins this is your host ian and you are listening to the ian man experience peace out